This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 57 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be finishing up the goal setting series. And the way in which we're going to be doing this is today, we're going to talk about a blog planner that's going to help you hit your goals and increase your productivity. And I have a special guest for this episode. Katie Horner is with us. She is the writer of the Blog Well Planner, and she is going to be talking about the specific elements of the Blog Well Planner and exactly how to use it so that you can make sure that you are hitting your goals and increasing your productivity. Let's dive in. Okay, good morning, guys. It is Tuesday at 11 o'clock, and I am here with Katie Horner. I am so excited for this training, you guys. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I run into as a blogger and as someone that works closely with bloggers is people are always telling me, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what I should be doing. I feel like I'm so disorganized. I'm all over the place. We've talked about productivity in the past, and today, um, Katie is actually going to go through and really we're going to answer some questions about how she stays productive, um, things that she's using. As you guys are coming into the live feed, just give me a hey, give me a good morning. You know I love to give um, my uh, examples specific to your businesses, and I love to call you out because this is also going to be on the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast. So as you are coming in, not only will you get your questions answered here, you will also hear yourself over on the podcast. Good morning, Marae. Hey, Annie. I am so excited that you guys are joining in live with me. I saw, that's Mary. I was just going to say, I saw Mary put in a heart, but I didn't see your name. Perfect. If you have any questions, just put them into the comments as we're going through. Good morning, Sabrina. Um, And I will make sure that if they don't get answered right away, they will get answered before we are done with the broadcast, I promise. All right, Katie, how are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. Perfect. I am so excited to really dive into this. Katie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your site? Sure. So my main site for blogging is bloggingsuccessfully.com. And uh, it didn't start that way. We started way back with in 2012 with a homeschool blog. And um, then we said, you know, when we get to the point that we're making money with this, we're going to start teaching other people how to do the same thing. And so a few years ago, we opened blogging successfully and we now have the, um, the membership and the coaching and the, the trainings that we do there and the blog well planner, which is what brought me to you today. Perfect. And Katie, you have to tell them a little bit about your personal life because I've been drilling you for like the past 15 <laughs> minutes when you told me where you are. So just in case people are running about the connection or anything like that, Katie, where are you right now? I am sitting in my home office in Campeche, Mexico, which is at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico on the coast, the other side of the peninsula from Cancun, um, a little bit north of like uh, the Belize area of Mexico. Perfect. So um, 
a lot of my followers know about my non-passport um, self. <laughs> so I am excited to be able to have a reason now to, to definitely come down and visit you, right? Perfect. Absolutely. Because we want to have some retreats here and we're going to need some some help with that. So I love that idea. Oh my goodness. I didn't even think about that. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell me a little bit about how long you've worked in the online space. We kind of have touched that you had, you started off with the homeschooling site. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so how long? So we started online in 2012. Um, we were a ministry family uh, in Mexico and we had changed ministries and lost some of our support that had been promised to come in. And so we had to, we had a decision to make basically, are we going to leave what we're doing and go back to the States and find a job in ministry there? Or are we going to stay here and find another way to bring in extra income? And so that at that point, we started looking around, what can we do? My background in education um, gave us a, a view into the homeschool world in Mexico and in other Spanish-speaking countries. We saw a need for a curriculum. So we developed a curriculum for Spanish-speaking homeschoolers and the business that sold that and the blogs that supported it. Um, and it just kind of went from there. So 2012 was really when we got started. Okay. So 2012, Pinterest was already established, Yes, Brand new. Brand okay. new. Mm-hmm. And Instagram? Instagram, not yet. Not yet. No. Yet. Because you're right around the same time that I was. I feel like I might have been like a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a very different time. And we've yes. seen a lot of changes, which I think also can kind of add to what we're able to bring to it because we kind of, we overcame the crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we rode the waves and survived. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And I think that's part of honestly successful bloggers now that have turned it into a business, you mm-hmm. have to have that perseverance. You have to have that, like, I'm going to ride this. I'm going to see, I'm going to figure it out. And I'm just going to dig deep and get done. Right. Someone who doesn't do well with change is um, going to struggle long-term because this space changes so quickly that you have to be able to accept that and keep up with it and not be frustrated and toss it all out the window. <laughs> so, I don't think I've ever admitted this, but it's so funny. Like you said, like if you're not good with change, this probably isn't the right business for you. So I hate, like I despise change. Like to the point where like my husband will start to like want to move furniture around in our house to like get a different look on the living room or the playroom. And I start having like heart palpitations. (laughs) I hate change. He like will switch jobs or he'll start doing something else. And it's horrible for me. But for some reason in this space, in the online world, I see it more as like a challenge. I see Mm -hmm. it more as like an opportunity to learn. So I think because of that, I have that mentality of like always wanting to continue to learn and educate myself that it works to my advantage. Otherwise, I think I'd be a fish out of water and I wouldn't have lasted as long as I have for sure. (laughs) Right. It's definitely a big part is, is that perspective of, okay, you know, they just changed this. Now what can we do to make this work? Yeah, you know, always looking at it as a uh, finding a new way to do things and being creative with it. Oh my goodness, yes. So now tell me, what was the biggest hurdle you had to overcome as a blogger? The biggest hurdle I had to overcome personally, I think, was learning all the stuff. Um, like, right? Everybody, everybody has the same questions when they start, and it seems to be like even in the people that I've coached 
to now, it's like, it's all the same questions. I keep telling them, don't worry about asking questions because everybody starts in the same place and has the same questions. Um, but I struggled with the marketing uh, side of things. Like I learned the blogging and I learned the, the design for your Pinterest images and all of that. Um, but then there was still the marketing aspect. And I wish I had spent as much time in the beginning learning marketing as I did learning blogging. Because no matter what you have, whether it's a blog or a product or a service, you still have to market it in order for it to go anywhere. And initially, I was not narrowed in on that marketing focus. I wish I'd done that differently. So when you say marketing, are you talking about social media or are you talking about growing a list? Because I feel like they're people, we should think of them as the same thing, but I feel like they're totally different. And bloggers have a very social media mindset. Like uh-huh. we are like, yes, we can do this. We figure it out. We're going to do the Pinterest images. We're going to figure out Instagram stories. But then when it comes to a lead magnet, it's like, poof, why do we need that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for me, marketing encompasses it all. I see okay. social media as a part. I see email as an, a part. Yeah, I, I'm big on email. Um, but also your your funnels and your your lead ins and your your subscriber freebies and your, you know, your landing pages and all of that, like, all of that is marketing. And, and even the way that even the connections that you make in real life and the way that you present your business in real life is a part of marketing. And so um, it, it all plays in and emails is huge because you own that folks. <laughs> if you're not collecting emails, get started. Um, but, and social media as well, but social media obviously is a borrowed platform that is always changing. Whereas email is your own. And so Definitely both of those together, as well as, you know, how you present yourself online, how you work your funnels and present the offers and different things. And I think that that is so key in understanding that because it's like when you first get into blogging, you kind of, like you said, dive in, you figure out the posting, you figure out that kind of stuff. And then you start to figure out, I feel like the next step is the social media because our focus is all page views. Like that's all we care about. Um, and wrongfully so because if like you said it's a borrowed platform the social media that you're having driving the traffic from um we can see people freaking out about the new facebook algorithm and the instagram algorithm and all the heart attacks that are happening um because of it but if you had built your list like you said because it's the only thing that you own you're not going to have such a panic attack because you can still drive traffic to your site as well as start to drive traffic to your products. So let's talk a little bit about products because I think that's the phase like bloggers start off and it's kind of a hobby and they're creating content. And then we get into this, okay, I want to monetize. How do I figure this out? We do social media, we start to market, we figure it out a little bit. Um, And then I feel like the next step that gets you to the next tier is that product. Mm -hmm. How did you go about deciding what was the right product and the right fit for you? Initially, um, initially I wrote a a book, an ebook. And I had, I'm one of those kids that dreamed of seeing her name in print ever since I was a kid. You know, I had my own anthology of poems that I wrote in second grade and all, you know, all that stuff. Um, So for me, the natural first product was a book. And once I realized that I could be in control of that and produce it myself and get it up on Amazon myself, um, I went for it. And that was a real turning point in our business. And so from that book on now, 40 some titles and a curriculum set later, you know, plus the courses and other things that we've done, products can be key. um, But you also have to understand all of the 
you know, there, there's a big learning curve with creating products too. How do, once I've made it, how do I put it up for sale? How do I deliver it when they buy it? What, what about taxes? What about, you know, all of this, that it's a whole new world of learning that goes along with the products. And I think it is absolutely important that people have their own products and services to provide. Um, but with that, there's the need to be educated as far as what is best for your business and for the people that you serve, because, None of this could happen if it weren't for the people that we serve. Like I start out to be a blogger because I want to do that. But if I'm going to continue to be a successful blogger long term, my focus has to shift where now I'm more concerned about the people I'm serving than what I want to do. Yes. And I think that that's the point that we come sometimes miss because it starts off as something for us where we're, you know, I started because I lost myself as a mother and I needed to be able to be creative as some form of outlet. And that's how it started. Um, but knowing going back to your audience. So I think, and I think that that's where people struggle because they feel like if they've been chasing page views, that they don't really know their audience. They don't really understand what it is that they need. And I think that that's honestly, a lot of times when you start to have these conversations on the social media platforms, asking the right questions, getting people to talk to you about what it is that they need. Because mm -hmm. when you create a product, you don't want to just create a product and put it out there and try to sell it. If you can create a product that you know that your audience wants. Exactly. Then you're exactly. golden. Yeah. So let's talk about the blog life planner because you obviously saw a need from your audience that we need something to organize us. <laughs> please, Kate, please. <laughs> yes. So, um, I have obviously struggled with the planner issue for many years, as most of us do, is I never find the perfect planner. And I'm not even sure the blog well planner is perfect yet. But um, looking for that thing, I always felt like if I got one for home, it didn't have enough room for business. If I got one for business, it didn't have enough room for home. And then you throw in homeschooling on top of that. And then, you know, I just felt like I never found one like, or it came dated maybe and half the year was gone and I just wasted half the book. And I'm like, there's gotta be something, there's gotta be a way to do this. So I played around a couple of years ago, we did a, a, a blog planner that had different sections that was just downloadable and that was okay for a while, but it was hard to keep up and keep updated. And so this year I started putting together these forms and figuring out my ideal planner. If this was the perfect thing for me and for running multiple businesses and homeschooling, what would that look like? And so that's really how we, we came up with it. We took the, the things that were, seemed to be the best from the other things that we had used in the past or created in the past and kind of put it together to, to be what we needed. Absolutely. And I love the fact that it does have the different pieces that is the personal that is the business and we'll I want to share like some of my favorite parts but I don't want to skip ahead because one <laughs> of my favorite things about this is that I got my planner right and I have it here and this piece that's down here other corner sorry is my favorite piece and it says a quarterly blog planner for serious entrepreneurs tell me about why is it quarterly <laughs> okay so I got turned on to um John Lee Dumas work last year, met him at the social media marketing world event last spring and got a hold of the, the um, freedom journal that he has, which is a hundred day hyper goal focused uh, planner or journal. Really, it's a daily journal to keep you focused on that one goal that you want to accomplish in a hundred days. 
Um, and I really liked the the method. I really enjoyed going through that and saw how how well it worked in my own life. And then I found the book, The 12 Week Year by Brian um, Moran. Yeah. And um, he actually sponsored our last retreat and sent everybody a book at our last retreat. So I was really excited. Love it. Um, But got turned on to that and started going through that even with my mastermind group and seeing how we could implement this. And so and, and that was even after I had started working on the planner. And so I already had in my head this idea that if we make a shorter focus time for our goals, we can accomplish more. And so that really is the basis of the quarterly idea is that if I can, if I can break my big year goals down into a quarterly goal and I can put everything else aside, like put the rest of it behind a curtain so I don't see it and get distracted by it and just focus on what I need to do this quarter, I can get a ton of stuff done and perhaps even be further ahead than I had originally planned to be when I get to second quarter. And that really is the the basis of this, that that, you know, the sh- focusing on those goals in the shorter amount of time makes it more urgent. I don't have 12 months to think about this. I have three. Okay. I don't have 52 weeks. I have 12. So what can I get done in 12? And really pushing yourself and keeping those goals top of mind for that whole amount of time, making everything you do every day count. Um, and it's been really, really cool to see how it works out. No, I love that because I do feel like it's also very overwhelming, but I'm looking at trying to like these huge outcome goals that I set for myself for the year. And I see these numbers of like what I expect to do. And I, it's like, holy crap, how am I going to possibly do that? But when you break it down, that take that large, you know, outcome goal and break it into performance goals that tells me exactly how much I need to do or what exactly I need to be exactly. doing for that. So much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I brought that up specifically because we actually just finished a six week series on goal setting. And this is exactly what I preached for six weeks straight <laughs> is yeah. make sure that you are thinking about this as quarterly as three months. And it doesn't have to just be like when we say quarterly, you can start February 1st. Cause I know some people are thinking in their head, Oh my mm-hmm. God, but I just missed January. How do I do this? I can't start over. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pick your time to start and you just go three months forward. So if you're February, you're going to February, March, April that you're going to use it for. So I love the fact that you did that. It was so exciting for me because I didn't know it beforehand when I had it sent. I had no idea it was quarterly. And then I got it and I'm like, (laughs) so let me show you um, one of the daily pages here so you can see it's undated. And so you can put your own date in at the top and you circle the circle the letter for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever date it is, um, and just go with it. Because that was one of my biggest pet peeves with other planners is that, you know, what if I buy the thing in June? Half the year is is wasted. I'm still lugging around this huge book, and I can't even use the first half of it. And right. so this one, literally, you can pick it up no matter what week or what month you're in and start there and take action. And so that was another another reason that we did that was that it can be it's an evergreen, evergreen planner. You can just pick it up and go with it wherever you are. Exactly. All right. So now which piece of the planner is your favorite? Because there's, you did such a good job of making multiple pieces to this. So which would you say is your favorite? My favorite is the, um, the double calendar spreads. And let me, you know, going back to, we've got so much on our plate as women entrepreneurs. 
Um, you know, you've got family schedules, you've got school schedules, you have appointments and travel, and then you've got your work schedule and your deadlines and your clients and all of this. I love having two planner spread or two calendar spreads for every month because I could never get everything on one one calendar, no matter how big it was. <laughs> I couldn't ever get it all on one calendar. And so I'll use one calendar spread for family stuff and family appointments. And then I'll use the second calendar spread for business appointments and due dates and things like that. And, and I hadn't even thought of doing that. I love that. So, so I want them all to see this, what you're talking about, because I didn't realize why there was two. I didn't understand. So I love that you're telling me this. So I'm going to go back here. So this is the calendar spread. It goes Monday through, no, Sunday through Saturday. So you have this where you can do business. And then if you flip the page, there's a second one that you right. have for right. personal. Yes. And, and another person, um, another person told me that she's using hers a different way. She's putting all of her personal goals on one and all of her business goals on another. And then somebody else said they're using the first one for this month's events. And then they're using the second calendar as kind of a draft for next month. So they're, they're like penciling in things for next month on the second calendar. And then when they get to next month, then we write it in where it's supposed to go. But I've got both of them right there side by side to work from. So love it. So, and Robin is, Robin says, um, well, she, first she said, I use planners all the time for, um, planner for a blog, planner for client work, planner for family, community activities, and full-time job. Um, and then she says with the two spreads, I can probably fit it all in there. Yeah. So that's perfect. So my personal favorite that you have is the page where it breaks it down for your goals. So not only are you focusing on business, which we all have a tendency of doing, but you also break it down to personal growth, personal yes. goals. So stuff with family um, and also professional development goals. I think that as that continuous learner, um, I always want to have that. And that is actually part of what I plot out each week is like how many times I want to be reading my book at night and what books am I going to be reading for this quarter? So I love that you have that piece. Um, and then you have business and you have financial. Those are like the exact things that matter to me that I am going to focus on that I'm going to make sure that I have. And you have it there for it's in more than one spot, right? Isn't it in here like monthly? I mean, yes. right? every, every month. Um, there's, so there's one page that has your year, your goals for this quarter. Yes. Okay. That's at the beginning. And then yes. every month you have that same page for this month. We'll so that, that again, it helps you break it down for if you've got three months in this quarter, then what part are you going to do this month to reach that quarterly goal? Yes. Now the other piece of this, that is, so they all know like the teacher and me, of course, I love this page. It's my favorite because I'm very yes. like teacher oriented. Like I need to know what I'm doing at eight and what I'm doing at nine and what I'm doing. Yes. Oh my God. It's exactly. Yes. Exactly. Like I want to know. And it's not just, so I was talking to my sister-in-law about this because she's about to have a new baby. She's going to be home a little bit more. And she's like, I just don't know how I'm going to get stuff done. And I'm like, well, I do this hourly thing and I don't just put my appointments by hour in here. I put my tasks. So mm -hmm. like, when I'm going to say at nine o'clock, I don't have like a training that I'm doing live, then I'm maybe focusing on writing my sales email for my next course. So it always has a task that's in that place. Mm -hmm. So I'm mapped out. Like I know exactly what I'm going to do. I actually right. 
one of the girls that's live here with us, Morgan from Morgan and Man, which is Mommy, Mommy Hood, she and I met and she has two little toddlers. And she said to me, Jenny, I just don't feel like I'm getting anything done. And I said to her, you may not be able to do it hourly because yours is inconsistent because they're going to come and they're going to interrupt. But that's where you can make a list of all those tasks that you want to get done throughout the week. And then when you have that downtime, you can't go and fold laundry. You need to go and get that task done. Like that's your time. You can fold laundry when your kids are running circles around you. You can't actually write with your kids running around you because you can't right. focus as much. Right. Right. So and actually, even, even as your kids get older, like maybe not so much with toddlers that don't quite understand yet, but as your kids get older and, and if you homeschool or if you don't homeschool, if you have set hours that are work hours, your kids are going to understand that. And you can explain it to them in such a way that, look, at, at this time, we're going to have family time and we're going to read books together and we're going to go for a walk and we're going to whatever. But this hour before that is mommy's work time and I really need to have concentrated time. And so you can be doing this, this or this. But I need you to do that and not bother mommy during this time because this is my work and I'm not leaving home to work. I'm here with you, but I need to concentrate. And the older kids can do that and can respect that. I work in the morning here and I have that planned into my morning schedule. Um, and the kids know what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. And usually daddy's nearby or in and out. Um, and then we do our homeschool after lunch, um, the things that they're not doing independently or need help with. And so... They, you know, the, having a schedule like that helps. But the other thing I wanted to say, we included that in the planner for every month because we also realize that as busy entrepreneurs, our schedules change. They have to be flexible. Every time we go on a trip and come home, we have to find a new normal in our schedule. And so we put that time blocking schedule in there so that, you know, you can find that new normal every month and adjust it as necessary. And you saw in mine, I use sticky notes a lot in my spaces. And that's just particularly for that flexibility, because I know that even in one month's time, I may need to adjust things as we go. I love that. Now, based on like you, because you obviously have kids in varying ranges. I would say for me, probably around like four is when I felt like I could say to my youngest one, I'm working like this is when mommy has calls like and set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, three, I could say it, but she wasn't, it wasn't happening. Right. Right. Um, so I think that, yeah, absolutely. With the older ones, like definitely setting those boundaries. Um, okay. So the one, so I, I feel like I have to break down the rest of this because there's so many good pages that come within this. So you talked about like in the beginning of the month, we, I talked about the goals pieces. Well, then you also have a worksheet that then breaks down your finances and your personal development with spots that you can kind of X out. So I'm going to try to see if you all can see that. I'm going to go this way. Okay. So here you can see it says books for personal development and it says expenses for finances. Then it goes up and it's got a, a bit more and you also have for classes and classes and courses and trainings. Hello, you guys. Like, let's be honest. We do that stuff all the time. Um, then it also goes into breaking it down your blog posts, the promotions that you want to run with the affiliates. I mean, Katie, I feel like you've thought of absolutely everything and like, <laughs> just have, like there's social media, there's just every little piece that you could possibly use that when I first looked at it, I was like, 
holy crap. <laughs> like I, my brain with all of my 18 planners just went into one. So I absolutely love that. Um, okay. So I am, okay. I was wanted to check to see if there were any questions that were coming through. Yeah. Um, is there anything you feel that you want to share about the planner that I, that I like? Yeah. One more thing I wanted to mention was that in the daily schedule, We've yes. got your top three focus things, um, which is also something that John Lee Dumas recommends. Um, if you follow that idea is the like the top big thing, three things. If I could only do three things today, what do I need to do for my business? And putting your ROI things in there, like not just not just like sharing an affiliate link on social media, but maybe that sales email for your product. You know, the biggest ROI for your business needs to be in those top three things. Um, and then our daily schedule, we have it from midnight to 11 because, again, as a mommy and a busy entrepreneur, I know we don't always work from 8 to 5. And it frustrated me that I didn't have the right hours in my other planners <laughs> to plan my my evening work because, let's face it, a lot of us work after the kids are in bed at night, right? Yes. And so, um, And then I have others that get up early and work before the kids are up and going. And so having that full-day schedule and then the section that I don't personally use – um, I just use that for extra notes or things like that. And so that's been another thing that a lot of people said they appreciate is having that full day hourly list of when am I going to do stuff on the daily sheets. Yes. No, you absolutely do. And we have tons of comments that are coming through. Um, Sabrina is saying as a former teacher, I know that time blocking is a lifesaver. The planner looks amazing. Um, Robin said this will be so helpful. Keeping us organized. It absolutely will, you guys. So now remember with this, this is quarterly. So you're going to get through. You're going to want one for now. Um, and then when your quarter's done, get make sure that you purchase it in advance so that you can make sure you have it when you're ready to you know, get out of one quarter, go into your next. Um, for those that are watching the replay or are live with me, it, the link to the actual planner is right up in the description. So you can hop over there. You'll see it is extremely affordable for a planner that you would normally pay probably $70, $80 day designer, I think, or up to now. Uh, Katie, you've just made it so affordable for all of us, and we appreciate that so much. Well, it's not much good if you can't afford it, so... <laughs> absolutely true so true um and i just think that it is the perfect way to keep you organized because i know that i hear constantly with my clients that they do feel like there's so much on our plate as moms that it's hard to get everything done um and knowing that you can get it all done is perfect. Um, Annika actually just said, and I love this. I have to point this out. So Annika just said how beautiful the cover is. So this is Katie's signature flower. If you notice, Katie has it in her hair right now. And on her, it's totally part of her brand. Like every picture you see of her, she always has the flower there. So I love that you put it on the planner too, on the cover. It was beautiful. Oh, thank um, you. And we tried to keep the inside clean enough that people could elaborate with washi tape and their stickers and their, you know, all these planner people that love to embellish. And yet simple enough that it wasn't distract, the design wasn't distracting from your productivity. Right. Um, Robin is actually asking, is there a printable version to be used with a three ring binder? I do not have a printable version available right now. Um, when I do webinars, I will offer a printable download version, but it's a webinar exclusive. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but if you bought one and you just took it to a copy shop and had them trim off the edge, you could yeah. very easily punch holes and bind it. 
That's exactly what um, Dawn said. She said you can chop the yeah. binding off and then have it punched to be able to use it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. So smart. Um, perfect. Well, if there aren't any other questions, I appreciate you so much taking the time for joining in with us, Katie, I, the sharing the planner and really going into depth about what it consists of. And I think it's the perfect way to end this six week series that we've been running on goal setting. It just puts it all, ties it all together. Thanks for the invite. It's been fun to be here. Of course. Well, thank you guys. And we will see you all soon. For those that are my usual attendees or not usual attendees, I will be live at 3 p.m. Eastern on Instagram. So that if you have any questions, it's the WWJMD, what would Jenny Mowers do? I'd love to see you there Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. All right, guys, I will talk to you all soon. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Clearly, the Blogwell Planner is definitely a planner for you that will encompass not only your personal, but also your business goals and things that you have going on in your life. So if you are looking for the perfect planner, the great thing about it is that it's quarterly and you can start it whenever you receive it. So it is literally the perfect planner for you to get today so that you can start with it as soon as it arrives in your mailbox. All right. I wanted to make sure to let you guys know that if you do want to come on live with me, to be sure to join me every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. Not only are you able to ask questions live there and get specific examples to your business, but then you're also able to have a chance to do almost like an on-air call on the podcast. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us to be able to reach out to more and more influencers that are feeling like they just need some form of direction. And I love being the one that can give them that direction. Also, make sure that if you have an opportunity every Monday at 8, 30 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, you can join me on Instagram where I will be going live to answer your questions. So if you have specific questions that you really want answered and you want to do a one-on-one, this is the perfect opportunity for it. Follow me at Jenny underscore Melrose on Instagram and at 8.30 p.m. on Mondays and 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays, you can request to join my live stream where you'll be able to ask your question live with me and get your answer right then and there. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.